Welcome to the Die Hard Hoops podcast bonus episode. As I'm going solo, going to give you my Sweet 16 and Elite 8. Now, as you're listening to this, it's Thursday. We have some of the play-in games happening uh, throughout the day and this evening. And so I just wanted to give you some of my picks where my thoughts are at. So I'm not going to go over all 63 games that are being played throughout the whole, you know, next three weeks, but I want to give you a little breakdown of what my sweet 16 and elite eight games look like. Okay. So let's start off with where many of our listeners are from the Michigan regional. All right. So this one, I have chalk. This is the, the only regional, I take that back. I have two regionals that are essentially chalk. As I look through the the landscape of college basketball, I see a lot of parity throughout the majority of the, the, the league, whether that's um, mid-majors, whether that's even a lot of your power five type schools. I do believe that there are you know, maybe five programs that are head and shoulders above the rest. But that next, you know, bottom tier of the top 10 teams in the country, all the way down to, I don't know, 40 schools. I really feel like they're very, very interchangeable as much as there's ever been in any year. So as I make these picks, I'm nervous. I'm very, very nervous at what's going to to happen. 2019, my bracket was, I think, the worst that I have ever, ever had. Okay, so with the Michigan Regional, I got them in the Sweet 16, and I have them playing Florida State. I think Florida State is really, really tough, physical. Uh, I think they have a a pretty good draw. Um, The Colorado-Georgetown game is going to be very, very interesting Uh, I'm not going to give you all my first round picks, but I got Georgetown winning. I feel like they're on a high from winning that league tournament championship in the Big East. Patrick Ewing, I'd love to see him have some success. And usually there's a 5-12 upset. So I got Georgetown as that upset playing for Florida State. But that's where the glass slipper falls off and Michigan and Ohio and Florida State are going to play each other. In the bottom of that I have what is called the Michigan State mini bracket, okay? I got Michigan State beating UCLA on Thursday. I have them beating BYU, and then I have them playing Texas. Usually I pick Michigan State in the Sweet 16, meaning they have to win two games. So I haven't totally gone against that kind of self-rule that I have, right? Because I still have them winning two games. One just happens to be the playing game. So I have them winning those two games. But then I have them losing to Texas. And that hurts for me to say that. But when I think of Michigan State this year, they just, they've had a lot of trouble with post defense. They've had a lot of trouble turning the basketball over. And they've surprisingly struggled um, as far as being able to, to get out and run and transition, which I thought they were going to do this year, is really fly up and down the court. And without a, a consistent, steady point guard, when things get difficult late in the shot clock to be able to create for other players. I think that's a, a recipe for disaster. Um, 
With that said, as I spoke about with Taylor before, would it surprise me if they made the Sweet 16 maybe a little bit, but not a ton? They still have one of the best coaches in the game. They still have a solid amount of talent. And Aaron Henry is one of the really tough matchups throughout all of, of college basketball. Some of the other guys can step up, knock down some threes, get Hauser loose a little bit. Hey, you never know what, what could happen. In the bottom of that bracket, I have Alabama going to the going to the lead eight. I don't see them having too much trouble. Maryland is, I do have Maryland beating UConn. Um, so Alabama would play Maryland. And I mean, Maryland's dangerous on the right day. Do they have the consistency? They haven't been that consistent. So um, could they pull off a couple wins and upset somebody? Yeah, I wouldn't be totally surprised. They're from the Big Ten, used to playing a high level of competition. But that consistency is where I give Alabama the edge. So I have number one, Michigan, playing number four, Florida State, number two, Alabama, playing number three, Texas, in my Elite Eight in the East Regional. And I have a one and two matchup for the Final Four, Michigan playing Alabama. Moving up to the West Regional. Gonzaga, I have them sleepwalking their way to the Elite Eight. Too talented, too versatile, too experienced. They're going to the Elite Eight, okay? In the bottom of that bracket, I have Iowa also going to the Elite Eight. They're going to uh, cause some damage for some of these teams that are not used to playing uh, that Iowa brand of basketball. And that's a tough, one of the things that makes Iowa so good is they force you to play their style, and they're very, very good at it. I have them playing Kansas in the uh, Sweet 16, that was a tough pick for me. I'm not sold on Kansas. I mean, if Kansas, honestly, if Kansas lost the first game of the tournament, I wouldn't be that surprised. Um, but they always have a ton of talent. And um, so I, I got Iowa beating Kansas to go uh, to the Elite Eight. They're playing each other in the Sweet 16. Up top, I have my lowest Sweet 16 team. This is the big one. I have Ohio, the 13 seed Ohio, beating Virginia and then playing Creighton and then beating Creighton to play Gonzaga. Ohio is the dark horse pick for me. Now, having lived in Ohio, it wouldn't be the first time that Ohio has made some type of, of a deep run. Um, and that, that conference is underrated. I mean, out of all the the mid-majors, mid-major teams, and the MAC. I really think that that's one of the higher level mid-major programs. And so there's a difference between them and many other low and mid-major schools. They're tough, they're physical. And if you come out of the MAC, you are legit. So I have them pulling off some upsets and going all the way to the Sweet 16 until they play Gonzaga and lose that one. Moving over to the South Regional, South Regional, okay? Baylor, I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen a ton of Baylor. I've seen them play some, and I'm impressed. Now, they've had some COVID issues and different types of, of things, so I, I, I don't know exactly what to expect as far as a deep run because I, I haven't watched them play a whole lot, and they, they've had a unique season, and this is you know truly a survival of the fittest with – with all the COVID issues, 
Um, I have them beating Wisconsin in a hard fought physical game. But at the end of the day, I feel like Baylor has too much talent and they're going to be making it to the sweet 16 and they're going to play a really solid Purdue team in the elite eight. Another one of my five twelve upset picks is Winthrop beating Villanova in the first round. You know, Villanova recently lost their point guard. That is one of the most, the most important position when it comes to tournament play. Uh, I see Winthrop pulling that upset off, Purdue beating them. So it's Baylor, Purdue in the Sweet 16. The bottom part of that bracket, Ohio State, to me, um, is right on the cusp of being at the level of one of those number one seeds. I have them breezing through to the Sweet 16 until they play a Texas Tech team. Texas Tech, as we've seen not that long ago when they made it to the uh, NCAA championship game, knocked off Spartan Nation in the Final Four, tough physical defense. This isn't as good of a team, obviously, as that team, um, but they're good enough to make a Sweet 16 run until they play Ohio State, a well-oiled machine, and it's going to be Baylor, Ohio State, with a trip on the line to go to the Final Four. My Midwest regional picks, last section. Illinois is your top seed there. Your number two seed is Houston. I haven't seen Houston play once this year. So I'm just taking everybody's word for it that they're really good. And I'm picking them to go to the Sweet 16. Sorry, Houston fans. Number three, the three-seeded West Virginia. I've seen West Virginia play a lot this year. I like their game. Assuming they're not in a you know, last second, one point game, up or down situation. I really like how they play the game. They are so tough, so physical. They have a, a, a deep team, a strong bench that they bring off the court, um, bring on the court. They're good, man. They're good, you know, and this is as is, is dangerous a team, I think, as, as Bobby Huggins has had in a while. And so I really like what, what they have. And so I have them not only making the Sweet 16, but I haven't beaten Houston to go to the Elite Eight. In the top half of that bracket, I have Illinois rolling to the Sweet 16, and I have them playing Oklahoma. Now, um, Oklahoma State, I'm sorry. So with that one, that's a tough, that's a tough one to pick, okay? Cade Cunningham is a high-level, excellent, excellent player probably be the number one pick in the draft. He has the ability to take over a game more so than probably anybody in the NCAA tournament. So with, with that in mind, I have Oklahoma State going to the Sweet 16. At the end of the day, I feel like Illinois just has too much firepower. And so I have Illinois beating Oklahoma State to go to the Elite Eight, and we're looking at a number one seed, Illinois, against a number three seed, West Virginia, with a trip online to go to the Final Four. So I hope you see what I did there. Um, again, not picking every single game, but this is essentially how I'm hoping my bracket looks like. Besides, if Michigan State keeps winning, I will not be upset. Um, but this is how I'm hoping my bracket turns out by the time Sunday evening is over. I'm hoping to get Taylor back on a podcast and see what some of his picks were as well. Um, but let me run through 
my sweet 16 real quick, just give you, give you the names, okay? In the West Regional, number one, Gonzaga against number 13, Ohio. Number two, Iowa against number three seed, Kansas. You go to the East Regional, number one, Michigan, number four, Florida State against number two, Alabama, number three, Texas. That one's chalk. South Regional, number one, Baylor against number four, Purdue. And I have number six, Texas Tech against number two, Ohio State. And then Midwest Regional is the only other chalk one that I have. Number one, Illinois against number four, Oklahoma State. Number three, West Virginia against number two, Houston. Now, when I end up making all these picks, I look and I say, man, I don't know if I made enough upsets. And usually you don't. There's a few that always happen that you didn't pick. But at the same time, to pick which ones, I mean, that's that's difficult. So um, that, that's my regional. I got two chalk. The other ones are very, very similar. I don't know what the odds are of all number one seeds and all number two seeds making it to the Sweet 16. But as of right now, that's what I got, you know. So we will see how things shake out. Um, a couple teams that I'm really impressed with. I was talking with my grandpa Larry on the phone last night, and we were talking about Illinois, Ohio State, and just how good those teams are. And so that's a little bit of a teaser. Those two teams, especially watching them play in the Big Ten uh, championship game, can really, really play some basketball. And uh, I, I think the rest of the country who hasn't been able to compete against a lot of the Big Ten teams, especially with some non-conference games being canceled due to COVID protocols, um, this is a big year for the Big Ten. And is I'm really hoping that the Big Ten can bring home a national title. Now, I may or may not have picked a big team to win the national title, but I'm hoping that the Big Ten is able to bring home a national title, some more respect to that league, that conference. They haven't done it since 2000, back with Tom Mizzo, Michigan State, Mateen Cleaves, and the Flintstones. All right, so let's get another national championship back in the Big Ten. You know, last year essentially was – the 20th anniversary, and, and in my mind, they did win it last year, even though they didn't play. Michigan State had a great team, winning the league, um, everything, so on and so forth. You got the best point guard in the country. You got the best one of the power forwards in the country in Xavier Tillman. They were primed and ready to go for another run back to the Final Four and to win a national title. You know, it's all, it's all imaginary at this point, right? Didn't happen. But we're in a new year. 2021. I'm glad that teams are playing and uh, we will see how things shake out. Much more to come on the Die Hard Hoops podcast as we dig in deep to the Die Hard Hoops and March Madness. Peace.